0: This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skylar will take it from here. Master Chief, out.
1: hello hello everyone what'd you
0: think of that anthony holy shit we have the coolest podcast intro on the planet good try everyone else shout out to steve dons holy shit like the rest the rest of the community you can leave skylar alone no more singing we'll never talk again oh my gosh i can't i get the i get the goosebumps man yeah. that's so fucking cool hell yeah
1: I, I i i was so surprised that you said it to me honestly i was like dang this is amazing like it's such a cool thing that uh you got him to do that and um by the way next week we're just gonna send him the whole script of the podcast and he's just gonna do the whole thing so <laughs>
0: yeah right <laughs> yes everyone please uh donate to our patreon so we can afford that <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly the patreon we don't have <laughs> yep uh, uh all right uh, anyway this week we're um oh man
1: we're to, yeah it's so sick uh, so get ready to hear that every week. I don't know, maybe the background music will change, maybe not. Tell us what you think about the uh, the chill jazz groove. Um, yeah, yeah. Courtesy of Anthony, Master Chief's a he's a chill dude, right? Chief's a chill
0: dude, so it, yeah. I, it went perfectly. I mean, yep.
1: so, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we this week is rewards part two. Last week we talked um about rewards that we like and what our favorite rewards are, but we didn't really. Uh go that far outside of that just because we didn't really have time to do so, so uh we asked for your guys' feedback, and we got a lot of different feedback on um different your guys's I- interests and rewards and what you think about rewards what games you you like their rewards from, and so I think we're gonna go over and discuss some of that um but first, I think anthony, you wanna uh share some more detail about
0: like the types of rewards or what what your best friend Jesse has to say about it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no better reward than a Steve Downs podcast intro. Just start, okay, but true, <laughs> true. <laughs> that that's not included in Jesse Shell's breakdown. But outside right. of that, uh, what we wanted to do. So this last week, as Skyler was saying, we also made a post on Instagram, and uh, so a lot of you replied to that one, and we listed out a few of the the types of rewards that Jesse Jesse Shell again took. Call out if this is the first time you're listening. Jesse Schell writes a book, The Art of Game Design, A Book of Lenses. Phenomenal book. And uh, he has a lens or a section about rewards, and he defines a set of them. And we made an Instagram post that included a subset of the definitions he had, and you guys had a lot of feedback on that that we'll touch on. But as Skylar's saying, we'll go through real quick the rewards that he calls out because I think it's a I agree with Skylar. I think it's a great way to think about uh, and, and guide the conversation. So um. So starting from the top, the first one is praise. It's pretty straightforward, but it's basically uh, how does the game tell you, you did a good job? It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a formal trophy or anything. It can just be a statement by a character, a special sound effect. We use the example in the Instagram post of like when you catch a fish in Animal Crossings, like there's a little like, you know, you're holding up the fish. It's this little it's and there's a tons of examples of this through games. But anyway, first one, praise. Second one, points, uh, points, straightforward. They are just a way to measure your success, right? Like literally how many points do you have in a game? Prolonged play. Uh, this is an interesting one, but prolonged play is essentially, uh, you know, in games where the, Jesse says, in games with the structure of lives, the most valuable reward a player can get is an extra life. So prolonged play, like you get to play longer. It's desirable because it allows for a higher score and measure of, se- of success Interestingly, he adds, it also taps into our natural human drive for survival. So that's interesting. Maybe we can talk about that. Um, next one, gateway. Uh, he's while we have the desire to be judged favorably, we also have a desire to explore. I, I another way of saying the gateway type, in my opinion, is exploration. The next one, spectacle. We like to enjoy beautiful and interesting things. Often, games will play music or show animations as a simple reward. Um, so. Interesting one. Expression is the next one. Uh, It's pretty straightforward. How players like to express themselves with the game with special clothes, decorations. Uh, A lot of times these things have nothing to do with the goal of the game itself. But it's fun for lots of players to satisfy this urge we have to kind of make a mark on the world. Make a mark on things, he says. Next one, powers. Powers. Uh, becoming more powerful is something that everyone desires in real life and in a game becoming more powerful is likely to improve the game's judgment of a player's success so this is things along the lines of uh you know becoming tall you know in super mario uh getting a power up in sonic the hedgehog getting special weapons in call of duty or something like that so it's something that like directly makes you uh, well more powerful more efficient, whatever, gives you special powers in the game. Um, Resources is the next reward. Uh, It's, you know, getting, you know, receiving virtual currency or something as a reward for activities, uh, something like that. Status, high leaderboard rankings, special achievements. I think this is also competitive ranks fall under status. Uh, And the last type of reward is completion. Completing all the goals in a game gives a special feeling of closure to players that they seldom get from solving problems in real life. In many games, this is the ultimate reward. When you have reached this point, there's often no point in playing the game any further. That is the words of Jesse Schell for completion. So those are the types that he defines. um, Praise, points, prolonged play, exploration, spectacle, expression, powers, resources, status, and completion. So that was we made this Instagram post with a subset of those we talked about praise status prolonged play exploration expression um, so a few a completion so a few of those but not all of them uh, and you guys had a lot of feedback on that front for sure so uh, do, what do you want to do Skyler you want to go jump in to say I these think responses? I fell asleep during that lecture but I'm back um, <laughs> all right. We, re-listen to the podcast intro you'll, you'll get uh, oh, okay good yeah sorry I, <laughs> yeah I'll, he can wake me back up um all right
1: so yeah those are the different types of rewards so why don't we just jump into some feedback um i got one from our boy uh hop on discord um he was talking about bless unleashed an rpg game that he likes um and the thing he's wanted to say about it is that he really likes um that that as you kill bosses and you kill harder bosses um and more bosses you get better and better rewards your gear keeps going up in rating um or um yeah so he actually really likes this like grinding aspect it seems which is really interesting he he gets a lot of um personal fulfillment from grinding these bosses to get better and better gear he's saying He's done almost two hundred side quests on the, th- and he's on on the third city of the game. That that honestly sounds like a nightmare for me.
0: <laughs> what, do you, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> no, me too. Yeah, like if if I'm thinking about it through the lens of these different types, like there's yeah, an yeah. amount of completion probably to that, right? Like there's, I mean, maybe, I, I think maybe. there's probably well, completion
1: in every single game, but for this, yeah, I'd yeah. say it's more, uh, it's more powers. Right? He's gaining, um, he's gaining powers? better. Also and uh status.
0: Yes, power status. Um he is he's the one I think who said it's not necessarily about how the things look, but um maybe there's an amount of expression there too because he gets you know new stuff Higher powered stuff. Yeah, it's more status. It's more. Status. Yeah, it's about status. Um,
1: so, yeah, so there's status, and then um, also these kinds of games that are like grindy like this, I think resource as well matters here because you get XP, you get like money, things like that that you can spend on this gear and this reward. And so yeah i think a lot of people fall into this category where they really like this feeling of like incremental benefit like that reward that some games give you you're just slowly getting a trickle of rewards that are slightly better and slightly better and even just seeing like one or two stats on a weapon being better than your old one is like a really satisfying experience i can think of borderlands for me having that experience where you find a new gun and it like compares them and you see like the stats are better you're like yeah this is awesome now i get to use like this new thing yeah
0: that's interesting like it is it it's so you said that but then you also initially when you read it were like that sounds awful to me is it because more be just because of how much he's done not necessarily yeah, the grinding the is what's awful because i don't think
1: you grind in borderlands you just played
0: through the game um whereas in this you're I see. doing a lot of grinding it seems i see yeah because like in uh, i don't i generally don't care for that kind of uh system either but the the, the one game that I played recently over the last maybe year and a half, Destiny 2, had that had this somewhat this grindy aspect was definitely something I disliked. Uh, Did was you like, not yeah, get satisfaction
1: there's... from getting like a new weapon that was better than your old one or a new armor that was better than your old one?
0: No, it, it was more of like I, I, gained, I definitely gained satisfaction from getting the end weapon I'm striving for, if that makes sense. But in the middle, you got a bunch of bullshit that was like... Yeah, it was technically incrementally better, but it was just more like you're you're just giving me busy work before I can get my cool gun. You know, like that's how I felt. So huh. um, I didn't really I, I didn't really enjoy too much that middle ground. It was kind of like cheesy uh, way to fill my time, is what it felt like. Or that's, that's I feel
1: you on that. I've been playing Temtem lately, which is sort of like Pokemon, and uh, literally, I just, like, went through the story as fast as I could so I could get to playing competitive play. Um, and, like, the grind of the story pissed me off so much. I I think to get your, like, Tem-Tems ready for competitive play, you have to, like, kill the same Tem over and over to raise a specific stat on your Tem-Tem. And you have to do this, like, you have to do, like, 200, 300 battles per Tem-Tem. So to do that for my 8-Tem team took about 6 or 7 hours of doing this
0: yeah and that was literally <laughs> just
1: killing the same thing over and over and over doing these. I say thing it was it was a nightmare but the competitive play is really fun so it was worth it but it's really hard for me to motivate
0: myself to do it for any
1: others ever again so we'll see what happens
0: yeah yeah no, i don't really, i don't personally really care for that but like there's a lot of people at our job who like loved the grind and yeah they, they love
1: destiny too and like yeah yeah, and they
0: would just like, yeah, this new legendary, whatever. Like, let's grind it out. I can't wait, I can't wait to jump in. It's like, okay, whatever. I get. I guess people do. Um, I guess I'm just not one of them. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, cool. So, Mister um, Hop, thank you very much for that feedback. Yeah. Uh, very cool.
1: Um, I'll I'll go one more from Discord, and then maybe we'll do one from okay. Instagram. Um, cool, cool. Stormtrooper wants to talk about Fortnite. Um, his favorite game with in-game rewards. I, I don't know if we've even ever talked about Fortnite on this podcast, maybe once or twice, but um, you Fortnite has a battle pass, and this kind of relates to Rocket League 2, um, and I think you have one about Rocket League, so maybe we can sort of combine them here, because they're both battle pass-based reward systems. Um where you buy a pass each season and you complete various challenges or just gain XP. And by doing that, you gain levels in the pass and you unlock cosmetic items as you play. And in both cases, actually, there's a free version of the battle pass and a paid version, with the paid version having better items. So what stormtrooper says is that the most enjoyable part about grinding the battle pass is that you get a different reward for each level and it gives you some more challenges to complete while also like playing the game normally um which is interesting because that is not similar to rocket league and actually i think fortnite does a better job of this in in this aspect because in fortnite they're like cool challenges like go to these locations or try and find this thing or use this weapon. They're like constraints that you're putting on yourself while you play. Whereas in Rocket League it's like use this engine. And while using the UFO engine was a constraint for me cuz it sounds like fucking garbage, I don't think that's the <laughs> same like interesting sort of like, you know, gameplay element that this fort- this Fortnite battle pass does.
0: Yeah, I agree. I thought that was a uh, cool note. It's not being familiar with how that works. He was saying there's certain things you can't get like you're saying unless you accomplish these Achievements, because for the yeah the Rocket League one, right? Like you do have challenges, you accomplish them, but it rewards you in points. It's not necessarily like in the Battle Pass, you can get everything without accomplishing any of the actual challenges. Right, you, you just, just have to play you just a lot, play more. and gain XP. Right, right. You just do it a lot so, slower.
1: But in Fortnite, you actually don't. There's no XP. Like you have to complete the challenges in order to get exactly the rewards Um, which which i agree with you
0: in my opinion is right a little more interesting too um, well yeah and
1: i mean with the rocket league challenges it would be horrible because those challenges are terrible they're dumb they're like win three matches (laughs) using this wheel right but in fortnite they're like you know go to these three locations during the match like that's interesting i think
0: yeah Um, no i agree
1: just talking about our reward types this is definitely expression uh type this is all cosmetic items just like in rocket league it's a hundred percent expression
0: Yep, I think it also has the completion aspect because you have the achievements part of it, right? Like achieving the unlock, whether it's through the actual in-game thing in Fortnite. Technically, with Rocket League, it's playing enough to unlock it. There's, there's, and, and on there's the achievements, the the challenges that you were talking about um, to be more explicitly completion based. Yeah, um, but I
1: don't know if there's any satisfaction really from the completion of the challenge except that you're just getting more cosmetic items, right? Because the challenges aren't actually interesting at all in Rocket League, so you're I don't gain any fulfillment from completing them really.
0: Yeah, I would I would say for me personally, I the only s- satisfying thing is that like they're all completed, like you go to the completion page and they're all checked. That's satisfying. That's a classic <laughs> Anthony uh, statement right there. I like that all the check boxes are checked. Everything's done. So yeah. like, why, why it, are you... It's a. It's a small. No, go ahead. What is it? No, I, that, that's a, it's just a small thing. But uh, I, I think I'd be lying if I didn't say I found that enjoyable.
1: <laughs> yeah, I also think there's a matter of status here as well. Like people, especially with rare items, get like super hype, feeling like they have like this cool status yeah. in the game that True. other people don't have. Um yep. like I love having like I use my Heatwave Black Market decal because it was like the rarest decal when I used to play. Uh when I first started playing, I mean. And so now I still use it. It's still pretty rare and like I that excites me that I like have this decal that not that many people have.
0: Yep. 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 Anyway, you want to hit us with one from Instagram? Uh yeah. So there's staying on the topic of Rocket League, we had a User, I'm going to attempt to say your name here. Seto Kyle six seven four three. Um, he was he found Rocket League rewards interesting, but not necessarily the cosmetic and stats ones. He talked first. Uh, speaking of the praise reward type, he thought Rocket League does a great job of this because they give you lots of in-game praise while you make a shot, uh, score a goal uh assist you get those pop-ups right like yeah so in rocket league when you when
1: you complete a thing like when even when you um when you like clear the ball when you go for a shot if you like blow someone up enough times there's a lot of different situations but a little pop-up happens on the screen and you'll get points for it at the end and yeah that's really interesting
0: yeah he um and on top of that rocket league does a cool job of uh the maps themselves have a little bit of integration in that. So, like, if you save it, I'm thinking of like uh, Neo Tokyo. You get that save, whatever. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. Map. They
1: have a little more themed character to even make these like praise aspects more unique. That's yeah, that's true. Um, Is it
0: Champions Field where it's like
1: what a save or yeah, whatever? It's, it's actually a the voice of one of the Rocket League commentators. Oh, really? Uh, okay, doing that. Yeah, that's I cool. think it might be the one who died of cancer. Actually,
0: oh man. Okay.
1: So I think it might be like uh, immortalizing his voice, I think. Don't call me that his name's Shalthus.
0: Oh, he was cool. Oh, that would be very
1: cool. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, um but yeah, I think that's really true. And the praise aspect is really interesting in Rocket League. Um I think also when you beat when you finish a match in Rocket League, there's like the screen where your cars get to be there and you get to flip around a bit and it gives everyone like uh two stats that they yep. did really well. Like it yeah, there's a huge yep. element of praise in that game, which is cool for sure. I'm not sure how much I notice it anymore. But it does exist.
0: I I actually think that that little time, that's that space right after you're talking about where everyone's celebrating the little podium, if you will. Um, I think more, like, I, I, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, I wish Halo would do that, right? Like, uh, it would be cool if on that little exit int- animation they had top stats, like what you did best, damage, Dell, assists, wh- whatever. So I, I think that's a nice touch Rocket League has for sure, and it's cool. Um, so that's the first one he talked about. The second one, uh, I'm sorry, so that's the first, that's the that's the Rocket League feedback he had. He also, uh, Kyle, 6743 also talked about prolonged play. So we asked a question on Instagram to everybody. We said, you know, does... Prolonged play feel like a rewarding thing. So like when you gain a life, is that does that feel rewarding or does it feel like a nuisance? Like a contrived way that the game makes things more gain challenging. Gain an extra life?
1: I'm sorry. It, uh, wait, you're talking about you're saying getting an extra life whether how it feels?
0: Yes, gaining an extra life. Like is that something that is rewarding to people or is that something that just feels like a nuisance and like just some part of them trying to make the game more challenging you have to have this mechanic of lives. Oh, so what did he say? It's a it's so, Seto Kyle in particular feels like it's a nuisance. He says, I love playing hardcore and sometimes getting an extra life is so boring. It just makes you feel like you're bad at games. To me, it's like the game is taunting me. It's telling me that an extra life wouldn't hurt. Like, you suck. You could use an extra life. <laughs> huh. Um, so, However, I'll add that in the poll that we did on Instagram, 83% of people found it rewarding. So, Yeah, I think it Seto depends on how it's implemented the, in
1: the game, Right
0: yeah what do you think for me
1: for me it's how it's implemented in the game i think that like if the game makes getting extra life rewarding then extra lives definitely feel rewarding like mega man is a good example like usually the extra lives in mega man are in hard to reach places you have to do like an additional platforming execution in order to get the extra life and that's definitely like satisfying and rewarding um even like mario like if you collect enough coins like that's that gives you an alternate goal because coins are normally like meaningless so it gives you like a reason to get coins and sometimes collecting coins can create like a different challenge in the game. So I think if it like brings something to the gameplay, then I think getting extra lives is really interesting. Um but I do agree that like if I just like get an extra life and it just seems like out of nowhere for absolutely no reason, that might not be very fulfilling for me. I might be like, "Huh? I'm not sure about that. Like that doesn't feel satisfying."
0: Right. Yeah, I I personally also am on the side that of uh, the nuisance side for m- myself. Like I, the generally speaking games with life mechanics, I don't play a lot of games with life mechanics. Um, and most of the games that I've enjoyed over the years don't have it. the one that comes to mind that did the two that come to mind immediately that like I, I have strong love for are Spyro and crash bandicoot when I was a kid, like those games uh-huh. definitely had lives. And, um, uh, I, I just played the remastered with my kids last Christmas, and I made it a goal to not ever run out of lives and beat the first game. And I, I succeeded. But, like, I don't know. It's just. In Spyro, I feel like it was taste, a tasteful addition. But, like, in platformers and stuff, I don't. I, maybe it's because I get frustrated playing platformers. I just generally don't. I already don't super care for that g- style of gameplay. So when I'm playing having the additional challenge of have to manage lives right and like not die makes it just even more fun or even less fun i'm sorry even less even more stressful um so i don't know if it's necessarily that lives themselves are something i don't like it's more maybe more just the games that i play that have lives um i i don't care for as much like i prefer even in super smash i prefer a timed mode than a life mode that's crazy uh, to me Holy shit. Yeah, I just I just want to like smash we I just want to have like an epic fight for three minutes and then like let's see who won. Um Interesting. That's so yeah, I, I maybe I'm just not too much of a life guy. Maybe it's just the games I play with it. Interesting.
1: Well cool. Um so doesn't that like give you less satisfaction than by beating a game because you know there was really no failure condition?
0: Well, I, I feel like more it's like if the failure condition like what I, what i like better in regards to failure condition or success how well you did is like uh, is the how fast you beat the level so if you're like playing cuphead it, you know how fast you beat a particular level of, it, it uh, affects the score if you will that you get so I mean, cuphead has more, lives quote unquote
1: right it's just
0: no wow. no it does as well it does as well, right? Like I, I'm saying, more like the the part of where it's just how fast did I get it, uh, is satisfying. Like, oh, okay, I got a B speed. Uh, if I get an A speed, that's cooler. Like the lives, the fact that I run out of lives is not really a thing I'm proud right, of. Right, but how do you feel about
1: the lives in Cuphead? Like, do you not like them?
0: Uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> I, I i i cup i especially don't like them in cuphead because it's so hard so like wait, so would you I, rather I, have
1: no lives and you just die instantly and you're done or you mean you would rather have just be able to re like your character just respawns infinitely
0: yeah i i don't think i actually would want to change cuphead because i like it for what it is but in the other in another world where for some reason i did uh i would want it to be like, yeah, you you die, you start over, and somehow it impacts the score you get when you finally beat the level.
1: Wow, really? Um, that's crazy, because games have moved so far away from score-based rewards because score-based rewards, like, generally were very unsatisfying for people. That's like the Atari 2600 age, where all the games were just, you got points, and that was the only thing you got from the game. And now a lot of games have moved away from that, because that's not something people, like, really enjoy. Generally, the most a game will do is give you a grade on a mission or on a level, but so
0: yeah, points, points, and grades are like. It seems uh, like you really like points, in my head, which is really interesting. If that ma- if that makes sense, so like if I get an A or a B, that's also a similar thing to me. Like, yeah, uh, then so. Yeah, that's that's so weird. Yeah, I, Although, like I said, I don't I don't, I don't like play most of those games. On Twitch.
1: Sorry, I you cut out for a second.
0: No, so uh, most of the, I don't play those games really. So maybe there's there's a. There's a reason why I don't play those games. That's maybe part of the reason. Like, like you're saying, most people don't find that satisfying. So the person who does is somebody who doesn't really regularly play those games. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's there's more correlations there. It but sounds you're like a, clinch, a mad cuz bad moment, in my opinion. A what is what? A mad cuz bad. Mad cuz bad. Well, I, like I said, those <laughs> games are tough. Like, exactly. and I, I inherently don't like find them as fun. From a mechanics perspective, as like something like a Rocket League or a Halo, right. so I'm already like, I'm like, I'm taking the time to try something new and try something I don't like, and now you gotta make my life even extra shittier by giving me these stupid lives. Oh my God, <laughs> that's, that's so weird. Yeah,
1: that's, um, all I say so was saying was, on Twitch, I've been streaming Cyanara Wild Hearts a lot, and that game doesn't have lives. You just infinitely retry. It just fucks your score up a lot. um right which is interesting right because that's points but if it fucks your score up to fail isn't that worse than lives because then you're basically if you're trying to reach a certain score just forced to restart at that point so essentially you have only one chance anytime because and then you just have to completely restart if you want to get a certain score
0: uh so i prefer like i was saying before i prefer that i i it's why we could we could try and break that down why i find that better um, but then you're like wasting your
1: time right because you spend like five minutes ten minutes playing this level only get to a point where you're fucked and you just have to restart the whole thing whereas if you had like three lives at least you could try again and you had three chances to beat it rather
0: than just having to go back to the beginning right when you fuck up the first time you mean, like, if you had lives and there was, like, checkpoints or something? Is that what you're implying? Because, like, if you had lives and yeah, you died, when not you just start over? No, in most games with lives, you either start
1: at checkpoints or you start immediately where you died. Sure. So, yeah. Like, if you had a checkpoint, I, like I could see why. Cuphead, you start immediately where Maybe you better. died.
0: Uh, is that true? I thought yes. Cuphead had like two places in the level. Like at least, uh, maybe I didn't get far enough. The levels I played, you had like essentially a midway through the level checkpoint. No, no, you can start. get
1: hit three times before you die. Oh yeah, sure. Right. Uh, but then when you die, well, the th- hitting, have... getting hit three times is what I would call lives in that game. Okay. Do you not do you not consider that lives? Because otherwise,
0: then no. Cuphead doesn't have lives. I would say yeah for lives to me is like lives lives like you you die and you go back over you start back over but um what sorry the sayonara wild hearts uh that we were talking about like you just played that did you would you did you wish they had lives um
1: i'm sure so well well it's seeming like at this point our definition of lives is not in line um because if what you're defining as a life, I don't think anyone finds satisfying. Um, which is just having to restart when you die. But usually games that implement lives well give you, you have some sort of checkpoint system or something like that. So when you like lose a life, it's not like you're just like done for. I don't, I don't know. Like, are we thinking more retro games then from a lives perspective?
0: No, that. Losing a life, though, even at a checkpoint, uh, I still find not satisfying. Well, I I don't think
1: losing a life is supposed to be satisfying, but this is supposed to result in getting an extra life feeling satisfying. Yeah. Right? Uh, No one's arguing that, like, having lives and losing them is a satisfying experience, right? The satisfaction would be overcoming the challenge despite having lives.
0: I don't know... If I know what you're asking me. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, then let's move on to the next feedback. So I have one more from yeah. Discord. Um, this is from MinimanHP05. Um, he says, okay. so Rainbow Six, after you play a while, you get alpha packs. And in those alpha packs, you get skins and different things to get for your people. Um, Black Ice is one of the most popular and by far the best looking one. So I'd say it's one of my favorite in-game rewards. So I've, done, I've played Rainbow Six Siege. These are essentially loot boxes. You can unlock them from game or you can pay for them um they're pretty cool the coolest aspect for me of these alpha packs is that the way you unlock them is every time you um win or lose a match i think a little wheel spins and if it lands on the right spot you unlock the an alpha pack and the more you win i think when you lose the like the size of the like you know pie in that circle that is the part where you could win the alpha pack like grows and if you win it grows significantly and so or something like that or maybe when you gain a level of gross i don't know but basically the probability of you winning increases and increases until you eventually win and then it starts over again and that's kind of a satisfying hmm. thing to like watch this little wheel spin after the game and then see whether you won
0: the thing or not yeah oh, that's interesting does does it it's just purely cosmetic yeah it's just
1: just cosmetic yeah
0: okay yeah that's that's cool. I mean, that also I think does a great job of, uh, like, I think one of the things that is really frustrating about the loot pack the randomness, right? That everyone has is, I mean, you have that this thing that Rainbow Six does makes you feel like you have at least some amount of control over the situation, over the randomness. Uh, like, well,
1: because- I actually think it's sort of like a double layered helping of randomness because not only do you have to win this wheel thing but then you open the loot box and it could still have a shit item in it
0: yeah but you at least are getting a better chance of winning the box right because you won the game yes that's true are-
1: yes your performance in the game does tie directly to your percentage of whether you get the box or not which is huge i agree with you 100 i would so much prefer that to just random bullshit
0: right yeah sorry that's the only part i was talking about i think that's a that's a cool part y- you're right like afterwards there's still the rest of the randomness but um i think that's a nice that's a cool touch yeah it's interesting it's a little unique all right so i think we have one more instagram
1: maybe you go over that we'll talk about it a bit and then we'll call it a call it a podcast
0: yeah this last one came actually just before we started this is from amy amy son it's Nguyen? amy so Nguyen. Amy
1: So Win. Okay.
0: Yeah. I uh, I defer to Skylar on the proper pronunciation on that one. Very sorry you butchered it. You know um, that,
1: that that last name is the most common last name in the world, I believe.
0: Oh hey, uh, no, I did not. Everyone, yeah. Win. Uh, you just learned a new fact.
1: Yeah, N-G-U-E-Y-E-N, which is pronounced Win, is yeah one of the most common last names in the world.
0: There you go learning anyway, things on quality time what did they uh, so, have to
1: say about
0: rewards so amy replied to us um saying that completion was her most her her favorite reward of the ones in the instagram post we we asked what was the most rewarding game she ever completed and she said spider-man on playstation 4 she said she's completed that game 100 percent, like four times holy and, shit know, we <laughs> yeah, we said, I asked, what is the main thing that makes you want to keep playing it from a gameplay perspective is the achievement of recompleting it, the main reason you replayed it. And she said uh, that it's the satisfaction of getting better at the game each time. Like, she started at the friendly difficulty, then went to amazing, then to spectacular, to finally ultimate. Uh, she said it doesn't hurt that in addition to that, Spider-Man is one of her favorite superheroes. So, the game itself, like, you know, has... Been uh, praised widely yeah, by people when it first came out. So it's a great game. Um, but on top of that, this notion of be- beating it harder and harder levels. Like, have you ever played a game yeah, in that great. way? I mean, I think I
1: played. I think Sayonara Wild Hearts is a good example of this, right? Like, I went through the game just playing the story uh, and just beat it, and then I went back and got gold on every level, and then I unlocked like the full game playthrough where you just play the whole thing in one sitting and you get a, an overall ranking. And then I did that to try and get gold on that, and now I have a difficulty where you have to beat the whole game on one life. Like, if you die, you you're done. Um, and that's like I and I do feel like a urge to do that and play that and. I think it will be very satisfying to beat that. So I think that's a good example for me of this. Normally I'm not that interested in it. Normally like new game plus style activities, or this doesn't even sound like new game plus. This is just play the game again on a harder difficulty with no difference is like, that's not something that I would normally do for sure.
0: What about you? Uh, the only game that I've really done something like this is like in the halo campaigns. And I do it actually every halo. I will beat the first one at like heroic difficulty. And then, After a couple times of playing through it that way, I'll try and beat it on legendary. What I'm, what I'm really trying to think is like, what like it's not really a completion, uh, accomplishment for me my for myself. Like, you're not just trying to
1: check that that box that says you beat legendary, right?
0: No, it's not like I I beat legendary. It's it's like the challenge of being able to beat it on legendary at that point. Like it's 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 harder. Um, I don't know. I but it's it's not the checkbox. It's not the necessarily well, completing it. You know, is is
1: completion? I don't know. Maybe uh, for me, these check bo- this like checkbox co- conversation maybe falls more into status. Like having the checkbox is sort of a status thing, but the completion is like the actual journey of beating it and like the feeling you get from beating it. Right? Maybe that's outside of how Jesse Shell portrays it, but that's sort of how I feel because I don't know where else I would put the satisfaction of like overcoming a challenge in these rewards other than completion. Maybe praise a little bit, but like the intrinsic aspect of it is definitely completion to me.
0: Maybe completion and status.
1: it, It overlaps between those.
0: Yeah. That, that you made a good point there in, in regards to, I think these fall more under these rewards are more on the extrinsic side of things um, these reward types, the ones that Jesse's calling out at least in this check this chapter of the book, um, because the intrinsic rewards uh, th- which he also talks about in another place are, are a little different. I, I, I agree with you. like I think probably status and completion is why from an extrinsic perspective, I'd want to beat it on legendary. but it's more intrinsically how it's challenging and, and, and satisfying to overcome the challenge of the legendary. Uh, levels and a lot honestly a lot of times i'll i'll like play i I won't i won't commit to it like it's not a big deal i'll I'll, I'll play a first two or three levels on legendary eventually beat those might not come back to it later uh, until later that year or something beat a few more so it's uh it's more just about the intrinsic challenge of you know beating the game on legendary um yeah. And being able to accomplish that.
1: Yeah, and I think just to harken back to wrap this up. Last week we we did mention, at least I mentioned, and I think you sort of echoed this, that intrinsic rewards are way more fulfilling generally. And so that, at least for me, is like the main reason I'm playing games. And these extrinsic rewards are just like icing on the cake or shortcuts to get to those intrinsic rewards. And so um Yeah, it's interesting. That for so many different people, different types of extrinsic rewards get them to that like intrinsic fulfillment, better or worse.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Rewards everywhere. Everyone gets rewards. Woo! It's also the last the, the last thing I want to say that is interesting. Another person on Instagram talked to us about Heist and Grand Theft Auto, and there was a completion status power uh, elements to it. And, Do you have their name? Uh, no unfortunately i couldn't I couldn't find them if you're out there message oh, okay. us you know who you are i could I couldn't find you in the hundreds of messages I had um send some but, like uh, mean message to anthony you you forgot me on the podcast yeah. so the just because in that conversation with that person we talked about how we identified several kinds of rewards in sort of one gameplay feature if you will or one gameplay system or loop like and i think we have in this as well like the a lot of these games that we've talked about a lot of these uh, kind of rewards that they offer t- technically have more than they have a couple of forms of extrinsic rewards to them like the one that hop was talking about uh in regards to the bless unleash there was the completion there was the power there was the status there's maybe even the expression part of and, and maybe this is a reason why uh, people find these so satisfying, right? Is is game game uh, these game developers are doing a great job identifying what, like like you said, intrinsic is usually most the most rewarding part of stuff. At least for us, it is, right? But how mm-hmm. these extrinsic rewards can get layered on to make it uh, an experience somehow more interesting, captivating, uh, help people play maybe get to those extra intrinsic rewards.
1: So. yep. So yeah. Um, next week we'll come at you with a new topic and maybe we're going to, I don't know if this is going to be a consistent format, but I think I'm interested in doing some more episodes where we do a part one and then we get feedback and do a part two discussing the feedback. So this might become a more regular thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I agree too. If you guys, and you guys let us know, uh, Yeah, where can they let us you know? know you? The best place to find us is on our discord. The easiest way to find us is our Discord is either in the links to our Instagram uh, or Twitter profiles. Those are handles on those social media accounts is at ko koala underscore ENT for entertainment, ENT. Um, or the easiest way to find everything is to go to our website, ko koalaentertainment.com. You have links to everything to Discord, to Instagram. Uh, you can find us there. Inside of our Discord, we have a podcast discussion channel come leave this is that's where stormtrooper uh miniman hop left their feedback that we shouted out this week so if you want to get shouted out or have your comments uh uh you know called out on the next podcast like sky was doing next week we'll come with a new topic maybe the one after that's the best place to leave your your feedback
1: yeah come uh come join the discord there's also a a augmented reality game of sorts going on um you can play our game with the agora corporation uh Come figure out what that is. If you join, it's part of the universe of the video game we're developing. So if you want to know anything about that, you better come check it out in the discord.
0: Yes. A R G Al- alternate reality, right? Alternate reality game. In this Did I one say augmented, augmented reality game. Yep. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but Hey, you not I mean, know, maybe one in the <laughs> same sort of, right? We're augmenting reality.
0: <laughs> yes. We're, we're making everyone's lives better. <laughs> anyway, uh, Very cool. Yeah, let us know, especially what you think of the podcast intro. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you you guys next week. See you later.
1: And don't forget to remember that intro you heard at the beginning because you're going to hear it again next week. Yes. (laughs) Bye. See you.